Okay, Boker Tov. Today's stuff is stuff Kuf Gimel in Subas. We'll start with the Mishnah Marsha Amr Ef Shila Zeus Mi Base Bali. A woman, a, a widowed woman is entitled to live in the husband's house. That's the deal. That's the Ksuba. And the, and the house is, is real property, which is Meshubah to the Ksuba. So if she says, I don't want to leave. And the Oshni Yachon Loma, like, they can't tell the Chim Beisavich, go home to your father's house and let's go to your mater, you know, to your, to your original parents' home. She's entitled to stay there, but on They can't say, listen, get out of here, we'll feed you over there. El Zanosav and Osnah model Fikvoda. They have to feed her and they have to give her a proper abode, a dwelling which is for her, you know, proper for her station in life. Omra Ef, she loves the Let's say the other way around. She doesn't want to leave her father's house. If you would live with us, we can feed you because we got a whole house here. The, you know, the same cook cooks for you another meal is not a big deal. Another plate. They may not, that's lame, but if you're not with us, you want us to send all specially catered meals over to your house, and the Chumzah, so we don't have to feed you. And the Gemara will explain, it doesn't, have to, doesn't mean not feed at all, but they don't have to feed any more than it would cost them to feed them in their own house. Let's say she was a young woman. You know, an orphan could be, uh, she can be an Amman at the age of 10 too. And he might have other children from another wife who are also that age and not so healthy for them to live in the same house. Then Zanonosa, the Yvesa, then they have to feed her even, they have to feed her properly even in her father's house if those are the circumstances. She uses the house the way she was entitled to use the house when her husband was around. In other words, just she, she's entitled in her widowhood to live the same way. She uses the same servants as the way she used them when her husband was around. The same, she uses the cushions and the bolsters in the same way that she used them when her husband was around. All the utensils in the house, the silver and gold, that was part of the Tanai. You will live in my house, and you will be maintained from my Nechosim. All the days of your widowhood. The basi, what does that mean? Tanrabi also, we had this before. Basi, only in my house. Let's say he only had a little hovel, a little hut, and he can't, the kids can't live there with her in the same house, and she's not responsible because, oh, if he didn't have a house, he says, you live in my house. If he didn't have a house, then, uh, what she can do, they, they can't take, they don't have to take their own money and support her. Let's say they sold the abode of the Almana, which she was entitled to live in, in her husband's house. They're not entitled to sell it. Because that house is Meshubah in the Ksuba to her. The rule is, let's say the, the uh, father left over very few Nechassim, very small amount of assets. So there's not, the, the Orishim really the, are the sons. And the daughters only have to be fed from there. But if there's a small amount, the Chacham said, the girls should take the money and eat from there. And the sons should go begging. But let's say the sons went ahead and didn't listen to that and they sold whatever the father left over for their own. So, and there it says, Mashimachim it is a good sale. Why don't you say also there that the money is Meshubah to the daughters for their food? It's not Here it's different. The Karka, the house is Meshubah to the, even though they're all both part of the Tanaik Subah, as the Mishnah says in the Beis of Beis we had before. But the house itself is Meshubah to, to the woman. Because it's karka, whereas the assets that he left over, the movable assets, are not mashubit. You don't, you're not motzi from, um, uh, you don't, you don't pay, you're not motzi from Tautlin for, uh, for Mazan Isha Abanos. So therefore, um, where Rashi says here, um, Rashi doesn't explain it over here, but we had before that uh, the house is Meshubah to the wife, therefore the some can't go and sell it. But the various Nechassim that they sold 
that's not Meshubah to, uh, to the daughters while the father was alive. It's only halacha that you're supposed to feed them. And it's even a halacha, you're supposed to feed them precedence over the Yerusha that the sons get. But if the Yerushim sold it, Lamaisa, they don't have to uh, support the girls from there. Lamaisa, Lamaisa, it's a machlokus, whether we pass that way. The Achronim uh, discussed that in the case where, this, where the Yerushim did sell the assets, is it considered sold, and therefore those nechassim don't, the girls cannot make a claim of food or maintenance from that, or not, that's a machlux among the Yachronim. Hagam Meshav Mecham. Amar Nakinin, we have it as a Kabbalah, Madu Amar Shnafal. if let's say, we said before that the house of the of the, of the Almana, is the house of the deceased is Meshubah to the Almana, she's in Tata Livdeh, let's say it fell down, and then they have to rebuild it. He said, that house, it says in the, it says in the, in the Iksiva, that after I die, you can live in my house. Okay, let's say the house is the house is gone. They don't have to rebuild it. says, I'll build it. I got the piece of land here. I'll rebuild it. Mishali, Ainsham, they don't have to listen to her. Once the house is gone, they could sell the property. And that's it, because it's only his house. This is not his house anymore. Boy, I buy a ship of mine. What happens if she what happens if she had to repair it? So would you say over there that since if it didn't if she didn't repair it, the house would have Fallen apart, and therefore she's not entitled to the house anymore. Or do you say that since uh, she's entitled to repair it while she's living in it, and she wants to repair it, that is the same house, and therefore uh, she's entitled to stay there? That Shaila stands. As long as it could, it's a could stand, right? As long as it could stand, what she puts in, you don't take away. She can't change the situation, and without her, she puts in, the house would have fallen. Let's say she says, I don't want to um, uh, I don't I don't want to live in, in your house. I want to go back to my father's house. I don't like living with these your, with your you know you uh, sons of my husband. So so they said they could say no. We could, we have to feed you know if you stay in the house we'll feed you. If you want to go to your father's house we're not going to feed you. Why don't they give it to her when she lives over there too? What's the difference? And what's the difference where they feed her? If they have to feed her, what's they feed her in their house? They feed her in her father's house. The blessing of the house is in its largeness. In other words, the more people are in the house, the cheaper it is to feed everybody because everybody helps one another, etc. It's a lot more economical to take care of ten people in one house and take care of one uh, ten people in ten individual homes. The less will feed brothers above us. Okay, so give her this. So tell, look, let's say if she were to live in the house, it would cost ten dollars a week. She'd live with them. If she lives in her own Father's house is going to cost fifty dollars a week because you have to get special meals. So give her the ten bucks a week that would have cost in their own house. For this will if you was by so chanami and chanami you do that. When it says you don't have to feed her in her father's house, it doesn't mean you don't have to feed her at all. You have to feed her only what it would cost you if she lived with you. You see from Lashon Chacham Bracha, Lashon Chacham Osher, Lashon Chacham Merpa. You see that the Chacham talk both about a Bracha, about Osher, and about Merpa, and about healing. You see all these things from the Chacham Bracha. Chacham just said. There's a bracha in the house. The more people in the house, there's bracha. It's like robam madras milk, robam economically also. There's a bracha in that. The person sells, uh, let's say you buy a large amount of fruits from somebody, like, you know, a whole, uh, whole field worth of fruits. So, if you make mashicha, even though you didn't measure it, you're kana. If you just measured it, but you didn't make mashicha, you weren't kana. Now, let's say it takes a lot to make mashicha. How are you going to pull them all? 
There's a lot of Paris over here. I can you push up them all? You might be careful. You're smart. Sochers Makomo. If you're smart, what he would do is he would rent the place. He would rent the whole field. If he rents the fields, it's like your chutzner. Then you're conet for two minutes. So you rent it, and and while you rent, while it's yours, you were conet. That's how a smart person can make money. In other words, that the mocher can't go back on the deal. It's just, how am I going to acquire? What kenyan can I make? The answer is, I'll tell you what. I'll rent the whole field from you. Let's say for two minutes for five dollars, and during that time, I acquired it. So that's also that's where you see lashon chacham of wealth. In other words, how to be smart in business. Mirpa, what is lashon chacham when it comes to healing the tongue? It's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's just telling you how to be right, smart, it's right? A good thing. Because it's not you're not doing anything wrong. You're just doing you're being smart. You're, you're being smart in business. You you, you have a deal. In other words, when you, you want to close the deal. So right. today, like people say, uh, give me a uh, what's it called? They make a quick zichron uh, varum or something like that. They want a handshake or something. Business, it's a yeah. smart thing. Yeah. I'm asking. In God's eyes, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. What's wrong? We're just no, saying it's, it's not. No, it's because it's not positive or negative. Like no, it's not. No, no, for, no. It's not. Po- no, it's not positive or negative. He's simply telling you that if you are, if you're in a deal and you want to make sure that the deal gets closed and you don't and not to go back on the deal, come are giving you advice on how to no, do it. It's not a. Doesn't mean it doesn't mean that it's It's neither. It's neutral. It's neutral. It's just it's 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 an idea in business. You want to make sure your deal is closed. How do you close the deal? Make sure that these things in this. I once told you, my brother over Shom used to say that uh, one of the questions you get asked is not, were you good in business? Right, right, right. Right, right, it's not a positive thing, right, right. right. Just were you honest in your dealings that's in business? One of the, uh, that's one of them. Were you good in business? Were you good in business, right? That's not a Celia Milo, right? That's very good. Very good. Your, father, your brother had a lot of good sayings, you know. <laughs> like, I like the one when he said, you need you need a pasuk for that. You remember yeah. that one, <laughs> right? I'm showing you. Right. Show you a pasuk for that. All right. Anyway, uh, so the so the, la- the last thing we see healing you see in lashon chamed tan la yulas adam chit and a person shouldn't chew chit on pesach. You shouldn't chew wheat. And put her on your wound on Pesach because it can ferment and become chametz. So you shouldn't do that. So Agav, you see from that. That, that chewed wheat putting is, is good for healing a wound. Because you shouldn't do that and put it on your wound because it might become chametz, but it shows you that it's good. It's interesting that he says, Lashon of, of, uh, you know, refu, but there's a lot of refuas in the Gemara. But this is an accepted one. You see that there's different kinds. Remember, there's all kinds of Gemaras that eat this and all those kinds of saffron and all kinds of things. We have no idea what that means and how is that a health. And so there are things which were more like, you know, uh, traditions and there were things which were mamish devi chacham. Because here he's giving you mamish chacham. The chacham are saying it wasn't something like they said it in Agarita. You heard this is good and that's good. And if you have this ailment, use this. It says you shouldn't do this. And Puni Pesmashba that it was considered a, val- a very valid uh, ointment or salve on your have, on your uh, leg. Cream. Right, they have creams, right? This was the yeah. salve that they used. They would choose something, and they found that it was very good. I got uh, you know you learn something new all the time. Came home one day last week, and, and there's blood all over the place. Beppy said she cut herself. She couldn't stop the bleeding. Couldn't stop it. So she was going to go to uh, she was going to go to the emergency room or something. She goes downstairs. We have a worker downstairs, and she says, "Take coffee." Regular coffee, not 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 liquid. The coffee, uh, the stuff out of the out of the out of the instant coffee. Take out, put it on there. She put it on the air, and it stopped immediately. She says, "Where did you hear this?" She says, uh, "Her grandmother's, uh, you know, she got it from her grandmother. Stopped immediately." Unbelievable! You take a little coffee, coffee. put on ground coffee, and just put it on there, and it stopped immediately. It's amazing. Business here with Mada, by the way. I don't know if you'll get credit for that idea. Interesting thing, right? You ever, huh? yeah. you ever hear that? I'll tell you. Huh? Paprika? Paprika gum? 
אבל פפריקה בדרך כלל הוא ממש אבקה, זה גם כן עוזר, I don't know, maybe, maybe, what's wrong? למכור להם קפה? Give me a knife, give me a knife, we'll do a test right here, you know, right. All right. Tell me about it, when Rebbe died, it says over here, Rebbe died, we'll see why is this, you know, he died, it's interesting, the whole, now we're told tomorrow's death, we're going to talk about when Rebbe died, um, See how that fits in. He said, I need my sons. This is one of the slow. I mean, talking here about Yerusha, etc., and the sons, and the guy dies, and what happens to his wife, but you know, so his sons came in. Be careful for the cover of your mother. I guess that's what we're talking about over here. We're talking about, you know, the, take care of the Almana, what's the relationship? Careful with your mother. It says, there should always be a candle in its spot. Everything should be just the way it was when I lived, when I was alive. The, the candle should be lit, the, 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 the table should be spread out, meaning, you know, the food, etc., and the bed should be properly made. Yosef, Chofni, Yosef from Haifa, and Shimon from Ephrat, Ephrati, they served me when I was alive, they will also serve me in death. What does that mean, serve me in death? Pashim Shad is, they will bury him, they'll bury him, but we'll see. He's over covered him, be careful to cover your mother. Remember what he, he had to tell them to be careful to cover the mother. Is it possible that Rebbe's sons did not know the Pasuk of Yisimecha? We're talking about not their mother, we're talking about their father, you know, their stepmother. They're talking about that. We learn What's the S? S That's your stepfather. That's your stepmother. What's the To honor your brother. If you have an older brother, to 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 uh, honor him as well. So what do you see? That it's a derisa also to honor your father, your stepmother, and stepfather. Why do Rebbe have to tell him be be nice to your stepmother? That's only what when when the father was alive. The covenant of the stepmother, you say for your stepmother is it's part of covenant for your father is to honor his wife, your stepmother. But when your father dies, there's no longer mitzvah to honor the stepmother. That's when the fights break out of the Yerusha, right? Or, right? That's when you take it away. So then there's no more mitzvah. So Rebbe said, even though there's no mitzvah, I'm telling you to be careful and be nice to her. My time, why do you why did he demand all those things? The candle and, the, and his bed? I mean, maybe you would say, have, keep the house nicely for the mother, give her covenant, fine. But why was it necessary, like, for Rebbe's, like, shulchan and his bed to be, uh, done nicely as it when he was alive? My time, because every Friday, Rebbe would come home. Rebbe had a schuss that even after death, he was able to visit his house for a while, as we'll see, after he died. Kobesh was one, one Friday. Asi came, Asa Shivasa, there was a neighbor came, Kukariya Baba, and she was talking loudly right near their door. Omra Emse, so Rebbe's maidservant said there, Shtika, be quiet, to Rebbe Yosef, Rebbe's here, be quiet. Keeping the Shama, once he heard that, Shuvla Asi didn't come back anymore. Shulahotzi Lazal Tzadikim Rishon, but as he wanted to come back privately, it was a schus for him, the Barshalom let him come back to see his family, so to speak, that he was able to see how they were doing. But once the, 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 the maidservant was like spreading the word, he didn't want people to think that, so he stopped coming back and no, left no indication thereof, so that people shouldn't be Motzi and say, oh, Rebbe was able to come back, and earlier rabbis weren't able to come back, so it's not the thing, so he stopped coming back. Yeah, again, how do you understand that? Yosef Chafni, these two guys, these two rabbis, they served me when I was alive, they'll serve me in death. The assumption was that Rebbe meant in this world. In other words, they served me when I was alive, and they'll also carry my beer, and they'll, they'll, um, 
they'll uh, bury me in, 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 uh, when I die. Kim the Chazu, once they saw the Kadmar Silar say, they died before, they, and as they're, they died around the time Rebbe died. They had always served Rebbe, these two guys, these two rabbis, these two people had served uh, Rebbe. And then when he died, they died about the same time, and they were buried first. Ah, so what did Rebbe mean now when he said, they served me when I was alive, and they'll serve me when I death? That means, obviously he meant in the next world. That didn't mean that they'll serve him in this world when he dies, that they'll bury him, but rather, since they were buried before him, they couldn't be Osik in his burial. Because dead is dead. Even once they're dead, they're dead. They couldn't be Osik. Therefore, it meant that they'll serve him in the next world. The reason that, they, why did he tell them that? So what did he tell them for? In other words, it's one thing he says, I'm leaving at Savo, I want the following people to help at the funeral. But if they weren't going to help at the funeral, what is he telling them? They will serve me in the next world. The Lom Lemer Milsa that people shouldn't say they had some sin. Since they died at the same time as Rebbe, there's like these servants of Rebbe died around the same time. People say, you know what? They were probably sinners, but because of the Schuss of Rebbe, since they served Rebbe, and the of Rebbe, they lived till now. No, but since Rebbe said they'll serve me in the next world, it shows you that they're, they're B'day Olam Haba, and therefore they were not sinners. So, Rebbe knew they were going to die. They, they, Rebbe, knew they, Rebbe, knew that, Rebbe knew that, Rebbe knew that they were going to serve him in the next world. That, that, no, that he knew. They were already dead when he said no, 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 no. They weren't dead when he said it. But right. He knew, he knew they that they were going to serve, he knew that they were going to serve him in the next world. He didn't necessarily know they were going to die before or after, but he knew that they would be in the next world serving him. Okay. That's why he told them that. That's why he told them that. In other words, if, if he had told them, if he had said, he probably did know that they weren't going to be he able to funeral. Right. Right, right. He said to tell, he, 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 he was saying what his, does the public care about? The, the public care about is to let them know that they weren't sinners they were living in, so they weren't sinners. They were going to die. He knew they were going to die, right. Right, 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 right. Or, or right, exactly. Before, it, they knew that they, that, that, he, right, he, he knew that they wouldn't, uh, be Osik in his funeral and his word, words should right. not be understood for that, right. but rather they're going to serve in the next world. He was on his deathbed. Don't, don't, don't eulogize me in the smaller towns. In other words, not to be matriach people. Uh, and go back to the yeshiva after 30 days. And those are going to be masculine for 30 days, but then I want your yeshiva to start up again. It's enough for the, enough vital Torah. Shimon bini chacham. Shimon, as we'll see, his younger son, Shimon Rebbe, will be the Chacham, Gamliel ben Inasi, but Gamliel ben Inasi, he will be the, he will be the prince, and he's going to be in charge. Chanina Barcham Yoshev Rosh, but the Rosh Hashiv will be Chanina Barcham and not my relative. You see a little lesson from here about the Rosh Hashiv. As he appointed him to Rosh Hashiv, Gamliel will be the Nasi, and Shimon ben Inasi, we're going to talk about Altus Bidimus, don't... You also see that this Mishagat with great people who don't appoint... Right. The successor. Mm-hmm. Rebbe appoint, he appointed successors because he understood the chaos. That's right. That exists. Right. Exactly right. 100%. Uh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. The assumption is he didn't want him, the assumption is he said, don't, don't, uh, eulogize me in the smaller cities. Uh, probably because of Tircha, in other words, the smaller cities to arrange for the future, arrange for eulogizing. It's a smaller town. It's a big thing for them. So once people saw that when they eulogized him in the large towns, because of Kuliyam, everybody came, even the people in the small towns, the small towns. So you see that it wasn't, it wasn't saving them the Tircha. They came anyway. They said, He did it for, for cover, meaning for cover of B'nai Israel, that they honor a Talmud Chacham. It's all for cover of Torah. He didn't mean his own personal cover of He meant for the cover of B'nai Israel. Set up the sheep again after three. No better than Moshe Ben. They they eulogized him. They cried from thirty days. What am I any better than Moshe? Make sure after thirty days that you that you go back and start learning. 
First thing I'm something with mama. Thirty days they eulogize him day and night. The kamvel something with mama. They eulogize him day because what learned at night. Oh, or something with or they eulogize him at night because mama. But the point is they learned every day. Either something to say until they until they finished eulogizing him after a year. For twelve months they eulogized him. But, but, but for the first three days, they only eulogized and they stopped learning in the yeshiva. After 30 days, they went back to the yeshiva. How Yom the Ashkabas of Rebbe, the day of Rebbe's death, Nafki Basko went off armor, called up of Shachas of Rebbe, whoever was at, when Rebbe died, Mazumul Chayam whoever was at Rebbe's death, maybe because of the Tsar, because of the Kavod, whatever it was, that, uh, he's, he's Zohar Olam Abba. Ha'ukovitz, there was a fuller, Kol Yom HaVikasei every day he used to visit Rebbe. Ha'ukovitz, there also, one day he didn't come. The day that Rebbe died, he didn't come. Keep the Shomons, here about Ha'ukhi, Solikle, Gervanafel, Aromes. So unfortunately, explained, he didn't really commit suicide, he meant to injure himself, whatever, but the point is, he fell off and he died. Yatsabas Kavamra, Ha'ukovitz, even that fuller, Mazumul Chayamba, even though he wasn't there, let's say, at the time of the death, but he's also Zohar to Olam Abba. Shimini Chacham. What does this, this mean? Which one? Uh, yeah, yeah. What, what do you mean invited? Everybody has a chayyim. Right, right. But you lose it. Certain people, everybody has a chayyim. Certain people get invited. Easily. To get in easily. Right, right, right. Right, right, right. Get a little Right. Go ahead. I'm a Mizum Chayim Ababa. I know Beloy didn't Beloy Yisurin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, people lose their share. Lolo Mizum Lomvam. He's like, you know, he's going right in. Right. He's going right in. Right. 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 Shimli Chacham, I come What did he mean, Shimli Chacham? The point is, Gamliel was the older son. So Shimon, Shimon was, so obviously Gamliel would be the Nasi, would be the, you know, the next in line to be in charge. So what does it mean, Shimli Chacham? I come what does he mean saying, Shimli Chacham? So Shimli, the Chacham, you would think the Chacham should be in charge. So he says, Shimli Chacham, and the other one's gonna be the, the, the other one's gonna be the, the prince. What's Pshat? So even though Shimon is the bigger Tamil Chacham, Gamil my son will be the Nasi. That's what he means. I'm a lady. So did he have to say? Obviously, Gamliel was the older, was the Bechor. Of course, he would be the uh, the Nasi. He would take over. The Bechor gets the is the first right. says Do we need you and your lameness? In other words, he didn't really put. It sounds like a put down. But the point was, he says, you know, what's your point of your kasha? You know, what's your point of your kasha? Mike, what, what are you asking? Levi happened to be lame. So when Levi said something, he says, it's Rechilamim, or so Reb Shimon's asking, you're asking a kasha, why do you have to say that? He says, my kasha, like, what's wrong? What was wrong with, with Reb Shimon saying? Levi Lechar is asking good. Since Reb Galil was the older one, he should obviously be the Nasi. So what did he mean? So so it's a good kasha. Okay, he says, Evi, we understand the Chazvashim. The was even though he's a Chacham, like being Miguel the Nasi. But it's obvious that Gabriel should be the Nasi. He's the older one. He gave them a to He became the next king. In the case of Yom, there was nobody better than him. He was nobody better, so therefore he took the place of his fathers. He was a He's not Malcolm. So why? Because Shimon, Shimon was a great Tamachacham, so he's not as great as his father. In other words, in terms of capability, he shouldn't have been the next in line. Rabbi my time So why did Rabbi Taka do that? He wasn't the greater of the Chacham. The greater Tamil Chacham was the younger brother Shimon. In terms of in terms of fear of God, he was the greater. And sometimes fear of God is more important than the learning. And he also he had Yerushchei, and he was also the Bechor. But the, the Rosh Hashiva will be Chanina Barchapa. Right, so uh, so even though he was appointed by Rebbe to be the next Rosh Hashiva, he didn't want to makabel Shayir of Afas Gadol Mina. Afas was greater than him. 
don't know if it's office from the form of FS, like he considered himself being honored or whatever, but he was called an office. So he's, he was greater, so he didn't accept it. He says, listen, he's of greater everything. So So for two and a half years after Rabbi died, Rav Afas was the Rosh Hashiva. And Rav Chanina, who didn't say, he wasn't cuff of him, each, each Rosh Hashiva had their own thing. So he says, he says Rav Afas is greater than I am, but I'm not going to be his Talmud either. So he like opened up his own yeshiva. He went outside, he opened up his own place. He sat outside, even though he was appointed by Rabbi, but he said, I'm letting Rav Afas be at first. But also Levi, Levi came, was a big time of Chachav, Yosef Gabayin, learned with him, like, learned next to him. He was also, uh, you know, he did, he wasn't Kafir of Chinyas, so he learned next to him, like, outside, like the Bechavrusa, he had his own little uh, Chabura. Nachnafshid Rabbafas, when Rabbafas died after two and a half years, the Yosef Chinyin Abraish, the son of Chinyin, took his place that Rabbi had appointed him to the Rosh Hashiva. But Levi had nobody to sit next to, so he needed somebody to sit near him, like, to be his equal or to be his Chavrus outside. Because of the bubble, so there he came to bubble. In other words, he needed a new shtel, so he came to a great man had come to Nardah when Rab was in, in, in uh, Babel. Umitla, and he was, um, and he was, uh, he was a lame person, referring to Levi. But Darush Klila, and he was the one who darsh na Allah Barif. Now, the woman wears a wreath, she's allowed to wear it on Shabbos. Why? Because, Rosh explains, because the child is it carrying or not. But who wears this kind of a wreath? A wealthy woman and a wealthy woman. The reason why you shouldn't carry things on Shabbos is why? Because you might come to show it to somebody. You'll take it off. Let me see your watch or whatever. But a rich woman doesn't show it to uh, other people. So therefore, he darshan it was mutter. So they're talking about when Rav came, when Levi came there. Amr said, so he said, Shmamina nafnafshid Rabbafas. It must be from here. People thought Rabbi that Levi came to Bavil. It must be from here. The Yisrael Rabbafas died. Why? The Yisrael Rabbafas died. And therefore, once Rabbafas died, Rabbafas sat, took the jobs of Shiva. Levi had nobody to sit with him. Because, and that's why he came down here. It's from the fact that he came down here, you see that Rabbafas must have died. Rabbafas took the place of Rosh Shiva. And there was nobody to learn Levi outside. Therefore, he came to Bavil. Maybe it's the other way around. Maybe Rabbafas died first. He, the one waiting in line that Rebbe had appointed, maybe he died. Ravafas kid Yosef Yosef. Vlavid Levi inish lamesik The reason, reason Levi came is not because Ravafas died and Rechinina took his place. Rechinina died and there was nobody to sit with him outside. Because when he came out, he boy same Levi Ravafas mechukayev. Had Rechinina died, then Levi would have gone in and, and, and become a Talmud at Ravafas. In other words, Levi wouldn't have been kafuf, wouldn't become a Talmud too. Rechinina, he would have sit with him outside. But had Rechanina died, he gave cover to Rechanina by sitting outside, but he also wasn't cover to him. Just like Rechanina gave cover to Ravafas. But, but Levi would have given, would have been Kafuf, would have become a Talmud of Ravafas had Ravafas lied. The Baisema, it's also, no, the other answer is, it's not Mustafa said Rechanina died. They knew who died first, but, but it's like these no, they lessons didn't. that are being... Yeah, yeah, the lessons... No. No. They knew, they knew, it's... But these are lessons. They, they didn't have the news. All they heard was that Levy came down here. So Levy came to Levy. Then why did Levy come to Bavel? Who, who knew? What, Benavides, you mean? No, no. No, no, he's just saying, you're just saying you could. Later on, they heard. When, once Levy came, you probably told them. But when they heard Levy came, before they heard Levy came, they said, it must be that Ravafa Stadion took his place. Why? So he says, because had, had, had the other man around, had Hanina died, then Levi would have gone into the yeshiva of office. Or another answer is he by saying, "Mekivin the Amr of Chanina." Once Rabbi said that Chanina Bar Chama is going to sit Barosh, so the Sagilor Malach, it's impossible that he couldn't have been Rosh Hashiva. The Siv Boot Sidikim says by Sidikim, but Tigzar Amr Vayakom Vayakom Lach. Once Rabbi had decreed that. Uh, that Chanina Bar Papa, the Chanina Bar Chama uh, is going to be the Rosh Hashiva. You can't say that it's not going to happen. And Chanina Bar Papa let Rav Afas be for two and a half years because he didn't want to show disrespect, and he was greater than him. But he, eventually, he was going to take over. So it's not Mustafa to say that Chanina died without having assumed the the, uh, the position of Rosh Hashiva. 
So the Gemara says, Mahavir of Kia. He wouldn't have gone against Rebbe. He wouldn't have gone. No, no, no that the Rabbanishlam wouldn't have gone against Rebbe. In other words, if oh, Rebbe. So he wouldn't. He, no, no, he could have died, though. Being dying, people don't. He, you know, dying is not like considered like, you know, like he, he died. Going against him, he, that, that, that was of his own volition. But it's not Mustafa that Rebbe's decree wouldn't have been fulfilled by the Rabbanishlam. The Gemara says, Mahavir of Kia. What about Rukhi? Why do you say that there was, uh, okay, so, so you say that Hanina Barhama let Ravafas be the Rosh Hashiva first. And then after he assumed it, what about Rukhi? Rukhi was a great Tamachacham. Rukhi says, Nach Nafshi, he had died. Ivan Rukhi, Rukhi said, What do you mean Rukhi died before? Died already before? From Rukhi, Anira Isi Kivrosh Rebbe. In other words, the question is about Rukhi, why did he appoint, it's either why did Hanina Barhama allow it? Uh, you know, why did he assume Rosh Hashiva when Rav Chia was around? Or why did Reb, why did Rebbe not appoint Rav Chia to be Rosh Hashiva? Rav Chia says, "Nach Nafshei he died." I'm Rav Chia, and he received the Kavashal Rebbe right of the most. How can you say that Rav Chia died before Rav Chia testified that he was he saw Rebbe die? So it's much from here that the cash is on Rebbe. How did Rebbe not appoint Rav Chia to be the Rosh Hashiva? So Rav Chia died first. But you see, Rav Chia said that uh, he died, that uh, he saw Rebbe's care and he and he and he, and he, and he dropped tears there. Say, but you have to say it the other way around. The Rebbe said it about Rafia. I have Rafia Osa Yom Shemais Rebbe. Rafia testified the day that Rebbe died, but Kedusha Kedusha is gone. So Eipach again, you turn around and say that Rebbe said it about Rafia. Uh, that uh, that Rav Chia said it about uh, uh, that, that, yeah, that, yeah, that Rebbe said it about Rav Chia and therefore Rav Chia wasn't alive at the time of Rebbe's demise when Rebbe got sick Nichnas Rav Chia Rav Chia came to visit him so number one again you see Rav Chia survived Rebbe why are you crying so if you die out of laughter uh, it's a good sign if you die, if you die from crying it's a bad sign you don't want to die now when you're crying so it's Panavata if you die with your face up. So Minyafel, it's a good sign. Panavata if you die. Huh? It means a good simon. It doesn't mean that right. he's not Zolos. It means it's a good simon for him. It's a good simon for his family, a good simon for him. It's a, it's a nice simon, you know. Simon Yafalo said, we don't know what always that word simon means. Simon Yafalo, pun of Lamata if your face down, simon Rallo. Pun of clapping your arm if your face is towards the people, simon Yafalo. Clapping your if your face is towards the wall, simon Rallo. Pun of Yukim's got a green face, simon Rallo. Pun of Tsuvanum if his face is like bright, shiny, yellow, red, simon Yafalo. Mace bear of Shabbos if he does air of Shabbos, simon Yafalo is a good sign going into Shabbos. Motsoi Shabbos, the first Shlomo was Nifter on the uh, great 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 grandfather. He died on Erev Shabbos. Kabbal Shabbos and Shemaim, they say. Simyaflo. Motsoi Shabbos, he was a big chazm. Motsoi Shabbos, dies Motsoi Shabbos, Simon Rallo. Right, that's a bad sign to go Motsi Shabbos. Mace bear of Yom Kippur, Simon Rallo, a bad sign to die of Yom Kippur. Motsoi Yom Kippur, to die on Motsi Yom Kippur is a Simyaflo. Why? Because he just had his kapara. Right, yeah, right, he got through Yom Kippur and he got his kapara. Mace Machalmaim, if he dies from stomach disease, Simon Yafalo, why? Mace Shabbat Shalom Siddiquim, Mace Sassim Bachayim Machalmaim, most of the Siddiquim used to die from the Chalon, right, you're a Chalon, you're a Chalon. Mace Shabbat Shalom Siddiquim, Mace Sassim Bachayim, they didn't know all these things about celiac disease and all these various foods and the foods weren't clean. So he says, it's a good sin because you're in good company, so to speak. Again, what does that mean? It's a good sign to die from stomach disease? It's a good sin because you died out, you know, you died out of stomach problems. We'll see, Rebbe did die from stomach problems. So what the point is, what do you see? The Rebbe has survived, in the dialogue, Rabbi says, you know, be happy, you know, what are you dying, what are you crying? I'm dying now, I'm crying not because I'm crying because I die. I'm crying from the Torah mitzvahs that I'm not going to be able to fulfill. But the point that Kash is, you see, Rabbi survived Rabbi, so why didn't Rabbi appoint me Rosh Hashiva? See, by saying that, but number one, you can turn the whole story around and say again that it was Rabbi who visited Rabbi and, and Rebbe was, uh, taught, Rebbe was taught, telling Rabbi not to cry. You don't have to turn it around. 
The answer is Rebchia, Asik Mitzvah. You don't have to turn these all around, because if, if that's the case, you've got to turn, you turn many of these members. The truth is Rebchia did survive Rebbe. But the reason over here is that he, that he didn't appoint Rebchia to be Rosh Hashiva is because he was also in Mitzvahs. Because Rebbe suffered, I won't, I won't um, take away his Mitzvahs from him. I won't be Mavatal him from doing these Mitzvahs. True, he could be Rosh Hashiva. But if he's such as Askin, let him continue doing these uh, doing these things. Behind the Chiavi Mitzvah, Rebchia, Rebchia, Rebchia were arguing. Omelah Rebchia, 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 you're arguing with me. If, if, if Torah was forgotten from all Israel, my pupulim wasn't about God. He's just saying my own pupil. I could I could bring the whole Torah back because I know everything in my mind. You're arguing with me. I'm So he says, I know of the I can make it that Torah will not be forgotten. Israel, how? I see the kissing because number one, I bring flax. and I flax seeds and I plant them. I plant the, the flax. And from the plant, nishbi. I make nets. And as I can, I, with the, from the plants, I can build nets. And with the nets, Vitzaydina and I will hunt, hunt down deers. Umachil and when I, when I get the deers, I feed the food to the Yisomim. Varichna Megilsa, Vimashchei. And I, um, and I form, formulate the, uh, cloth. Uh, from the hides of the of the deer, the tavia. The sikkel and I go to the city less maker. I go to a city that has no children's teachers. The ksivna chamisha I write in the chamisha chamisha Torah, the chamisha nuka for five individual kids, and I'm going to teach each one of the kids brace, one brace, one shmos, etc. And I'm going to teach the sisha storm to six different kids. To each of these kids, I will tell them asni sibruch lechaverch. Now you go, to, you learn brace, teach it to everybody else. You learn zrom, teach it to everybody else. So I'm able, in other words, he was an Askin, he was able to do things. He was Osik in Torah Mitzvahs all the time. I was Osik in everything. He was at the point he wrote Mavatalim because he was Osik in Mitzvahs. Behind Udam Rebbe, there says, Come and go in my Look how great the Maisef is because he is so great that he's able to do all these things, do these Mitzvahs and plant and be Marvitz Torah. Oh, Rabbi Shem, that's why he want to be involved by making him the Rosh Hashiva and have to worry about fundraising, etc., all things that Rosh Hashiva has to worry about. Oh, Rabbi Shem, and Rabbi, Afilu so, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Son says, is he even greater? Look how great, is his Maisim even greater than you, Rabbi, my father? Amalei, ain't even greater than me. Amalei, Bishmah, Rabbi Yossi, Afilu Me'aba, even greater than his father, Rabbi Yossi. Amalei, Chas Bishom, Lo Tegelis. I'm not going to say something like that, that someone who's greater than Rabbi Yossi. I didn't go that far. Amalei, Lebni Katna Nitzarach, I need my young son. Nechnas Rabbi Shimon, that's low. Maslo Sidri Chachma. So he gave him over like the Starm of Chachma, because Rabbi Shimon was the smarter one. So he gave him like the, like the keys to Chachma, he handed over to him. My older son, he gave him over the starim, the order of the Nasiyas. Be be nohag your 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 you know your royalty on a high level. Live among great people. In other words, you know, do it properly. and instill fear in the Talmidim. Honor the Even though he was a Melech, when he saw Tam Chachma, Omed, Mikisa would get up out of his throne, Umachapko, and embrace him, and Ashko, kiss him, Rebbe, Rebbe, my Rebbe, Rebbe, Mari, Mari, my teacher. So you see that you're supposed to, you know, you know, you're supposed not just instill fear in them, you're supposed to be given covet. It's Lokasha, but Sinim Prasin. In Sinim, you're supposed to Mikhab and give them, you know, be nice to them and, and treat them as, as friends and then give them tremendous covet. But Farhesya, you're supposed to show covet a Torah and instill, you know, it, you know, they should act with you with fear. Tanya Rebbe. Tanya Rebbe, Mutlubit Sipporah. 
Rebbe was dying in Sipori, but his place of his place of um, of uh, where he was buried, as, as, as Rucham has taken us on tours there, has been in Bet Sharim, which is not far away. I Vatanya Tzedek Tzedek Tiv, so he's at the case of Yudin Tzedek Tzedek Tiv. You run after Tzedek. Halachah Rebbe to Bet Sharim. Follow Rebbe to Bet Sharim. It's Mashu Bet Sharim is where he lived, not just where his burial place was. It's Mashu. You just said he lived and he was dying in Sipore, but his burial place was in Sharim. But you see over there, Rebbe lived in Bet Sharim. So they Rebbe Bei Sharm Havi. Truth is, he lived in Bei Sharm. Elikiv in the Cholish. Once he got sick, I'm too late. They brought him to Tzipora. Why? The Midlia, it's high up. Like the reason it's called Tzipora is because like a Tzipora bird, which is high up, ubasus of the air, and it's got very sweet air. It's got good air. So they, it's like you know they take people like they used to take uh, you know people to Denver to high places where they you know for their for their tubercular people they would take them to places where the air was good. So the point was that he lived in Bei Sharm. When he got sick, they took him to Tzipora as uh, to convalesce there. Uh, but so he and he died. There, but they brought him back to his home. They brought him back to Sharm where they buried him. All right, we'll pick it up tomorrow. Mitzvah on the top line. If I who the day, continue with the day of Rebbe died.